Those people who say fought for freedom, nowadays fought for your oppression. So think about, again, go deeper under the underlying reasons on why people do what they do. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Masajati, welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where we teach you how to think, not what to think. Today's talk is going to be on COVID consciousness crisis or a consciousness crisis, a COVID case study. Either way, we're in this mess. We got to figure out what the real problem is. And this, this episode will tell you what the real problem is. Before we get started, uh, a lot of new people. So welcome. Again, we're growing so fast. So thank you for that support. So who am I and why should you listen to me? Well, I've had two, two near-death experiences. So over the decade that I've been practicing over 100,000 lives, 100,000 client sessions, uh, transforming lives almost beyond, say, the scope or expectations and limitations of the current sciences. Again, it's almost magical, say, the transformations that people get, okay? And tons and tons of them, not random cases. What I've learned over that time, it's not about psychology. It's not about your belief systems. It's not about your logic, or it's not about rules, regulations, laws, or what we're doing. It's about the consciousness that we exist in while we're doing what we're doing, okay? That's why wealth doesn't satisfy. That's why there's many individuals, and I work you know, with the one percenters, uh, the one percent of the one percent, um, where they have all that, and they're still getting ill. They're still getting depressed. They still have the problems of those people who don't have money. So the same thing. It's not about money. It's not about anything that you do. It's about, say, the consciousness that you exist in or simulation that you are rendering yourself as you experience this reality. You change that simulation, you change yourself. Yes, it is the matrix, my friends. And I can bend the matrix to help you transform whether it's you, families, societies, the world. So my methods might be, well, questionable because it's out of the framework of most individuals, say, concepts of what could be. And that's why my methods work so well. But the results, the bottom line results I get for people, never are. All right, so now that we know who I am, why am I an expert and why we can say understand what we're going to be talking about in just a second on what the real problem is on why we're having COVID, we'd have to think critically, okay? We can't be using all this stuff that we're looking at or listening to uh, in media. Uh, we have to move away from that. We have to separate ourselves from all this stuff to get a good look, just like Einstein said. He said that, you know, you can't solve a problem if, if you're trying to find a solution within the same reality of the problem. You have to, say, step outside of it. And that's where XI critical thinking skills come in handy. By the way, I teach critical XI critical thinking skills uh, to corporations and the 1% to help them push beyond their limitations. So take a look at the classes on that at masajati.com. So if you used XI critical thinking skills, we would realize three key 
points on why nobody's been able to find a solution to this issue. So number one, the main reason on why we can't find a solution to COVID is because COVID is a symptom. It's not the problem. That's the problem with the problem. You can't find, it is scientifically, physically impossible to find a solution for the symptom. Like many situations, like your life, the reason why you can't fix your life and the reason why you have issues over and over again, whether it's relationship issues, whether it's money issues, whether whatever it is, you're not going to the, the core level reason or the core level issue on why you're having that. You're fixing your symptoms, right? You're trying to make yourself happy, but why are you not happy, right? Some of you might take drugs to become happy. Does that fix the problem? No, it's like an alcoholic. If you like lock up all their alcohol, you know, and lock it up, throw away the key, they're still an alcoholic. Same thing with this problem, the world problem. It's become a pandemic because over time, we should have fixed, say, the problem back here a millennia ago. Again, thousands of years ago, but we didn't. So this is an accumulation of what's happened, what we should have fixed, again, hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. Now it's too late. Now, again, this is accumulated total of what we didn't fix back here. And that's why it's gotten so huge. So if you would have, say a snowball, right? If you would have stopped that little snowball at the top of the hill, at the top of the mountain, it'd be pretty easy to stop. But now it's the snowball has, has accumulated a lot of intensity, a lot of weight, a lot of momentum. It's pretty damn hard to stop that snowball. And that's the issue. We're trying to fix the symptoms now. Year after year, war after war, you know, drought after drought, whatever it is, you know, people dying year after year, for whatever reason it is, again, we didn't fix the problem. We put a Band-Aid on the symptoms. So we're doing this again. That's why we can't find a solution because you can't fix the solution. So that's one reason. Again, critical thinking, XI critical thinking. Number two, everyone focuses on facts. If you look at everybody, now it's like scientific evidence, facts, right? Everybody focuses on facts that back up their beliefs. They vilify those who don't believe what they believe. Crazy enough, right? And then they tear down those scientists that have truth. They might be an expert in that field, but what they'll do is like, well, he said that he went to a certain school, for example, and he graduated with something, but he really didn't do this, or he didn't graduate from that. Again, they try to destroy their credibility, but the facts still remain. So whatever happened back there, or whatever incongruencies, you know, as they talk about, again, they destroy somebody's credibility and if they destroy somebody's credibility, then the fact that they might be that they might be conveying might still be true, although the credibility is destroyed. In today's society, if you've looked at somebody who, who is, say, telling the truth, most likely they'll destroy that individual's credibility, and it has got nothing to do with what's going on. I'll give you a case example. Uh, Joe Rogan, right? Love the guy, 
loves content, and he's just a guy that, is, hey, let's figure out all these different opinions. Simple as that. You know, he's got positive opinions for COVID. He's got negative opinions for COVID. It doesn't matter to him. He just wants everything out there on the table so we can make our own decision. That's what he's there for. But those people who don't like it, right? It's cancel culture. Neil Young, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, and all those individuals that should just be sticking to music, right? Because that's how they got their fortune and fame. They're not fucking scientists. But now they're in there. It's like, hey, just because I believe in it, all my followers should believe in the same thing. What is that? It's kind of interesting, right? Those people who say fought for freedom nowadays fought for your oppression. So think about, again, go deeper under the underlying reasons on why people do what they do. Right? So again, they couldn't destroy Joe, which is fantastic. So what do they do? They pull up a lot of dirt. Back in the day, you know, he's a comic. So he used the word nigger in his comedy routine. And now it's like, well, the N-word. And they try to vilify Joe Rogan against them. And it's like, hey, no, we're not going to do that. Again, Strong characters. That's what we need. We need to be strong characters and look at the facts. That's happened to me. Again, crazy lady just trying to destroy my character. I'm still here because it's true, right? I'm, I'm talking about, say, truth, my truth, right? And actually, my truth is seems to be resonating with a lot of other people, and that's why they transform the way they do, right? All right, so we've got one... Uh, trying to find solutions for the symptoms, which never work. Two, uh, they uh, they focus in on what their beliefs is. Three, they use science as a basis for their facts and what they believe in. But the problem with that, okay, is that both sides use science. People against COVID, people against uh, you know vaccines, people for for vaccines and so on like that, or masks or whatever. Both sides are using science. So which science is true? If both sides are, you know, have conflicting evidence, then I'm not saying that science is null, but both sciences have to look to a higher level of understanding of that science. That's the problem. Everybody's sticking to a lower level of, say, science or fact. We can't do that. We have to go to a higher level. So my my number one rule is like, if there's exceptions to the rule, if, there, if there's exceptions to the rule of what you believe in, whether it's scientific fact, whether it's a belief system, if there is exceptions to the rule, then keep searching. Go to a higher level of, say, understanding for the problem, unless there's less until you get less and less and less exceptions. Elon Musk calls it the first principle method, right? I call it the first definition method. So again, if there are exceptions to the rule, and in this case, there are plenty of exceptions to anything that people say for or against it. Again, we haven't gone to the higher level of consciousness or the higher level of understanding on why this stuff is happening. So we have to go to a higher and higher and higher level. And then once we understand that, right, we start to merge together and we get that aha moment. It's like, oh, this is what's happening. And I'm going to share that aha moment in just a few minutes here. The fourth issue <clears throat> with, say, how people aren't thinking critically as they should, 
And this is sad for the leaders. I mean, look at Trudeau. Holy crap. You know, what kind of leadership is that? That's a breakdown of society, guys. COVID is just showing you a breakdown of society. And that's all that COVID is. Number four, is the need to be right more important than the need for truth? Think of it. When you start hearing propaganda, when you start, say, slashing other people's uh, you know, credentials or character, finding everything wrong, everybody has you know, shadows or skeletons in their closet, guys. Everybody, I don't care who it is, everybody has. Jesus had skeletons in his closet, by the way. That's why they try to kill him back in the day. Crazy, right? So again, is the need to be right more important than the need for truth? Look at the media. Look at how they, uh, again, look at the pharmaceutical companies. Look at, uh, you know, the conspiracy theorists, right? They need to be right. Whichever side that you go on, they'll, they'll distort, they'll lie, they'll pressure you into things that shouldn't be because they need to be right. So if we dig deep enough, we can reach the first principle reason on why we are where we are. So I'm going to explain the first principle method on how powerful it is okay, by using or getting away from the COVID issue. Okay, So we get a clear, clear example on what's going on. So uh, this 10-year-old girl, okay, again, uh, four therapists, about a, more than a half dozen uh, psychotic drugs she was on. She used to turn into these personalities where she would chase after her mother you know, with a knife or whatever. Right? Kind of crazy. And their solution was to put her in uh, you know, um, you know, a padded cell and no communication for six months, just you know, putting sliding food, you know, in a little slot for her. Crazy. That they still do that, by the way. Is that crazy or what? So her mother, knowing nothing else to do, she came to me, ten minutes, ten minute session transformed that little girl's life. She she went home. She got the severe headache. She woke up this next morning and she was the girl that her mother experienced her when, when that little girl was young. So what happened? So I got to the first principle, the first reason on why that girl was having issues. It's all about, say, space-time and realities or simulations of herself. And again, I'm not going to explain it here. There's a ton of information on the Moss Experience um, the lecture series that I do on how this works. Bottom line is that this girl, after a 10-minute session, transformed her life. And now she's running a YouTube channel. Uh, and very clever girl. She's she's very intelligent. She's got some, uh, so, you know, she's making money off it. Or I think she's selling cookies or whatever it is. But it's amazing. And she's this brightest, young, happy girl ever. So what happened from... This girl running around after her mom with a knife to this beautiful young girl here. And again, 10 minutes. Why? Why was it so impactful? Simple. Because we got down to the first principle, the first reason on why she was having the issues that she does. Okay. Now I could go on and on, on again, getting into, and this is my one of my abilities, by the way. I can scan you. I can just like tap into you. It's like, hey, Moss, what's going on? You don't have to tell me a thing. I can go back in your timeline and understand the algorithms that you run and then help you edit those algorithms for fantastic transformations, whether it's you or your company uh, or a family. 
I do that all the time. Uh, and I could give you a woman, a young woman who's had five heart surgeries by the age she was 10, and now she's starting, her heart is growing back into, say, a natural state of what it should be. How does that happen? Well, first principle method. I could give you examples on, you know, uh, you know, uh, a dear friend of mine, a $100 million company, you know, running his life ragged, right? Success destroying him, uh, almost killing him. And that's how he came to me. Now he's done, you know, Tony Robbins, he's done a ton of other stuff, but he came to me, transformed in, in about three months. He's healthier than ever. He looks younger than ever. His wife likes it, uh, loves him a lot more. And he did a team session with his company. His company is making profits, although the rest of his industry wasn't through the COVID pandemic. Get that. Again, and it's more efficiency and he's actually enjoying it. So why did those transformations happen and how how come they transform so quickly? It's because of the first principle reason. You have to get to the first principle level on why things happen the way they do. So what does that mean? What does that mean to COVID, right? What it means to human societies? Well, the first principle answer on why COVID is happening is that we're having a consciousness crisis. So think of it this way, right? With every, say, decade or every hundred years, whatever, you know, whatever time frame, we, we go up a grade, okay? So we've started kindergarten or pre-kindergarten, right? Pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, you know, First grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, and so on, right? With every grade, we get better, we get smarter, we get more intelligent, and so on. But here's the kicker, and here's what the problem is, okay? Nature, nature, earth, the universe is always elevating itself consistently. Time and space render itself efficient. That's why nature always keeps up to, well, the brilliance that it is, and it's always a succinct. So what happens is humans have, well, have free will. Free will dictates on whether they go along with present moment time or nature or not. Well, unfortunately, humans haven't. This is the consciousness crisis. This is what's happening for us. So imagine we've gone from pre-kindergarten and we're elevating ourselves. We're at 12th grade. Okay. We're getting ready for the next jump. We're going to go into college level. That's where the universe is, right? But here's the kicker on all this. Humans, we're a lot slower than, say, the evolution of consciousness. We're stuck in third grade. That's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. You might go, well, what's the big deal? Society or consciousness that you exist in this reality is upgrading itself. So consciousness, right? So what we're doing is humans or human society is getting forced to upgrade. Think of it. Basically what that means for you and society, governments, the churches, financial institutions and all that is like, hey, you can't run your bullshit anymore. You can't run all the lies. You can't run the control mechanisms. You can't run all of that stuff. You have to get efficient. And whether it's at a institutional level, again, religious leaders, political leaders, financial systems, whatever it is, health systems, or at a personal level, the problem is, is like, hey, we're trying to solve it from our old patterns or our old ways of solving it, which never solved it in the first place. That's the problem. It's a huge problem. We're not looking at it as, 
Hallelujah. All the shit's coming up so we can look at it and go, damn, we need to let go of this stuff. That's the key. Consciousness is trying to wake us up. Right? So this is so we understand how we render or how we create ourselves here. It's not about psychology. It's not about what we do. It's not about how much money we make. Uh, it's not about who we are. It's about exposing our weaknesses to fix it. Okay. So we can take that opportunity. It's a great opportunity to look inwards uh, like many people that practice exponential intelligence. We look inwards and when we have that inner expansion, we control this reality and we don't destroy it. If you understand where you are in space and time, there is mass abundance that comes into you because the present moment is the only moment of time that you can create, say, well, abundance or success where it will be worthwhile. Outside of present moment time, it becomes very destructive and that's what's happening in today's society. We're always creating whatever it is and I'm not saying what we're creating is wrong. It's just that we're creating it in the wrong space. It becomes destructive because it uses our energy. So this is this goes far beyond being present or being in the moment or anything like that. It allows you to, again, understand how you render yourself here. And once you understand that you're rendering yourself in present moment time, it's a great opportunity for us to awaken. And then you'll see that COVID or any other issue will not destroy us. It'll just leave us because we're not running those patterns. Again, we're getting rid of the cause, which gets rid of the symptoms completely. So we don't have to keep repeating it. Hopefully this helps. Look for more informational podcasts on XI or again, look at Moss on Sundays to give you the deeper explanations or the deeper science on why things happen the way they do and what you can do about it. All right. Peace. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast Sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.